In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. For the gift to be in the season of Lent. We ask you to continuously convert our hearts. Help us to enter into the season wholeheartedly so as to be converted. Amen. Some of you know I'm in, I'm in school, um, getting a fun degree in church law. Um, so in the summers, I'm gone. I was in D.C. all summer. I'll be in D.C. all next summer. And just to kind of be back in school, one of the things I recognize is some of the wisdom behind, uh, like, breaks, like spring break, midwinter break, Easter break. Because it's like there's a grind to it, right? Because, like, I'm, I have a full priestly life, and I have to, like, find time to, like, go to class and Zoom, then I have to study, I have exams next week. But then this week is spring break, and I'm not going to Cancun or anything like that, right? Just... Just a little break, just a little break from classes, and there's like a, like a mental rest, like a spiritual rest. Like, okay, I don't have classes Wednesday, I don't have classes Thursday, and that's very healthy, and you can see there's a wisdom in, in taking breaks in, in the schooling system. But not even just the schooling system, right? For all, you, all, for all of you who are in school, just a good amount of you, or you have kids in school, there's a grind that comes, to, that comes with school. You got to get up every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you got to get up, and you got to go to school, you got to do all these things. You have class, then you have to come home, and you have homework, and then you have to mentally prepare for your exams. Not to mention that you're in this whole world of people, and you have friendships and relationships, and you're trying to grow up, and you're trying to mature, you do all these things. And then the weekend comes, and then repeats, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get up in the morning, you go, just the kind of the grind of, of school. But all of us fall into the same issue, right? Whether you're in school, whether you're an adult, you come every morning, Monday morning, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you take the kids to soccer or to hockey practice, and you come back, and you have to take care of your life, you have to take care of your work, and then in the evening, you rest by watching television, which is mindless, empty information, or you, you, know, you have your life at home, and you wake up in the morning, and you do laundry, and then you have breakfast, and then you do laundry again, and you take the kids somewhere, and then you do laundry again, and you do the grocery shop, and you do laundry again, laundry never, ever ends, for whatever reason, and then the day ends, and you like scroll on your phone, then it's another day. There's a grind to life, which isn't necessarily bad. It really isn't. I think the, like, life should be a, bit, a good amount of work. That's just the human nature. But there needs to be times of like pause. There needs to be times where, you know, in the school system, it breaks, but for all of us, there needs to be times where we just stop, right, and just pause and refocus, ask ourselves, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And where, where am I going? As part of the beauty of Sundays, right, and the church's spirituality of Sundays, Sunday should be a day of Sabbath. It should be a Sabbath rest. There should be minimal work done on Sundays. Really, it should be like, we don't go to, I mean, obviously people have to sometimes, but the world for a long time functioned without people working on Sundays, right? Just have a day of family and rest and, and have lunch and then rest and then take a nap and then Monday back to it. And obviously, we worship God through it. So in the gospel today, when you just, there's man, Lent, Lent readings, I can give a hundred homilies. I'm going to give one. So in the gospel today, when Jesus says, you know, the Son of Man is going up to Jerusalem, he will be mocked, delivered, condemned, mocked, scourged, and crucified. There's something very beautiful about, like, what Jesus is trying to tell us to do. Like, where am I going on this journey? This is the journey. That what we're doing is where, what we're doing, where we're going, is we're going to Jerusalem. So in the wisdom of the church, talk about these times of break and respite to refocus, we have the entire season of Lent. 
an entire season of Lent. Yesterday at dinner with some friends. And the ultimate debate happened. Can we give up, uh, can we not do our fasts on Saturday evening? It's a Saturday evening after Mass counts as going to Mass. Therefore, I can eat the chocolate cake that I gave up. The ultimate debate. I don't care. Do whatever you want. However, they chose to not. And they were lusting over these chocolate chip cookies that were in the middle of the table. Like, I want one so bad. And it was a conversation about chocolate chip cookies. Why, though? It helps us to focus. Helps us to refocus. Am I just living this life for just this life? Because in the daily grind, it can be easy. Work, laundry, life, school, exams, chocolate, food, pleasures, week in, week out, and then we die. And we never stopped and refocused on God. We never stopped and said, okay, I'm going with Jesus to Jerusalem. The entire season of Lent is focused on us heading into Holy Week, heading into Palm Sunday, where we welcome Jesus, and then Holy Thursday, where we get the Eucharist, and Good Friday, where Christ dies, the incarnate God dies. And then obviously the greatest feast of all feasts in the resurrection of Jesus. The whole season focused on that. In reality, not just a season, the entire liturgical year Right, where we have Christmas and Advent and all these things, every year in a 52-week-ish cycle, we go through all of salvation history, all of church history. Every year we're going back and forth through the love of God, through how he planned from all of creation, from all of time and space to redeem humanity in the birth of Jesus, in the death of Jesus, in the resurrection of Jesus, in the apostles, in the church, all these things that Christ has done, that God has done for our, for our salvation. And what's beautiful about that is... You know, it's part of life's lessons. Because Jesus in today in the gospel, he says, the Son of Man is going to go up to Jerusalem. To what? To hang out and party? He's going up to Jerusalem to be delivered to the scribes, to be condemned, to be mocked, to be scourged, and to be crucified. Sounds very unpleasant. And a life lesson for all of you to teach your children, a life lesson for all of us, is that life is hard. Right, we teach kids these lessons as like infants. Like, that's not fair. We're like, well, life isn't fair. Right, we teach them that lesson because it's a very true lesson. Life is, by its very nature, challenging. But that's okay. It doesn't have to always be pleasant. In a world where we constantly seek pleasures and constantly seek to avoid displeasures, and then by the nature of existence, displeasures enter into life. You will get sick. Bad things happen. The world happens. It is what it is. And because of Jesus, we are redeemed in that. So as we walk this path of life, we're walking it with Jesus. The why and the where is with God into Jerusalem. An entire season of Lent, preparing ourselves, six, seven weeks here, to enter into Jerusalem with Jesus. And in an even more beautiful way, every Mass, every Raza, right? For those of you who come to Mass every week, for those of you who may go to Mass more often than once once a week, the beauty of the Mass is every single Mass is entering into Jerusalem. Every single Mass is the delivered up to, to the scribes, the condemnation, the mockery, the scourging, and the crucifixion of Jesus. Every single Mass is entering into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, Hosanna in the highest. Every single Mass is, this is my body, this is my blood, is, is the Last Supper. Every single Mass is the death of Jesus as we break and sign the body and blood of Christ. We physically break him apart, he dies. And every single Mass is the resurrection of Jesus. That's the beauty of why we come together and why we pray. And then when we receive the Eucharist, because if we're on this journey, 
this journey through Lent, this journey through life, this journey through the daily grind of homework and life and laundry and laundry and laundry. We're grinding, we're working, we're getting there. We need food for this journey, for this difficult, hard, arduous, but manageable journey because we can find great joy in the challenges of life because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. We can find joy in this journey of life because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus gives us food for the journey in the Eucharist. As we enter into this Mass, as we continue our trek through Lent, as we enter into every Mass, every Mass is Holy Week. Every Mass is the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Every time we pray, Christ wants to walk with us through our trials on our journey and give us the means, give us food for our journey.